Welcome to the gutsy guinea pig version of Gutsy Presenter. Welcome everyone. And so look good at to who have we you have. Here. Jen, introduce our guest, if you would. Oh, I am very happy to be introducing Mr. Dan Moe. Dan is a highly regarded executive professional in the Seattle area. We met years ago. We actually used to work together years ago. And I'm very happy to have you here, Dan. Thank you, Jen. It's an honor to be here with both of you. Two top-notch gusty presentation presenter and coach. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Will you. We will deliver your payment after the podcast recording. So thank you. For really? That. No, no bitcoins, please. <laughs> Shoot. Bummer. Hey Dan, we're going to start by asking you to talk, um, to quote unquote present for maybe about 30 seconds and we'll watch and observe and evaluate. And then when you're done, we'll give you some coaching. I love it. Good. All right. I'm going to offer you the floor when you're ready. I am ready right now. Go for it. One of the things I'd like to talk about is my hobby. Jennifer knows I like to bike. And I biked last year to be outdoor and uh, to have fun in a COVID environment. Everything indoors locked down. To me, presentation is like biking. It's not something you can read a book and expecting you'll be a good presenter. You need to practice just like ride a bike. Practice make perfect. That's what I feel about presentation. And this is a great opportunity for gussy presentation coaches here to teach you guys how to present. All right, that was wonderful. Dan, nice work, Dan. I can tell that you have been working on this stuff for, for a while. I oh, want to start by asking skills. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not the content. That was, that was, um, well, that's the, you just sort of improvised that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Was that tough for you improvising? Well, it was tough 10 years ago, but yeah. not anymore now. Good. Because after so many years of practice, and particularly Jennifer uh, was my teacher and still my teacher on uh, how to present. And I learned all the secret sauce how to present naturally and yeah. making an impact to the audience. But I need to admit 10 years ago, I was a really bad presenter. And I, Jennifer can tell you all about that. <laughs> it's, it's engagement that we're getting from you because you lean forward, you come in and at your target. So it feels like you, you want to connect and we want to connect back with you. And all mm -hmm. that practice you've done helped you maintain control. You have sentences, you're not rambling or fragmenting sentences. There aren't a lot of filler words. You use your hands, you direct them toward your audience and all mm -hmm. of that stuff. You're in control. I'm gonna turn this around because there was one thing that was happening that was a distraction for me. Mm. And I believe it's part of the headset. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm hearing. I, <laughs> <laughs> I need to hear you, though. <laughs> I, I'm hearing. I don't know if it's breathing 
through the mic. Scott, did you hear it as well? A little bit, yeah. My mind sort of blocked it out. Uh, oh, I can't, I can't block those things out. Keep paying attention to me. <laughs> I, I, pay I pay a lot of attention to noises. I'm very sensitive to noise. Oh. And Dan, I know you give a lot of high stake presentations, especially in the role that you mm. are in. And I want to make sure that that distraction does not happen with your day-to-day -day audiences. So I'm curious, in fact, you and I could work on this later if you'd like. I think it's breathing. We're hearing you breathing through that mouthpiece. All these mics that we have, they react to pops of air and S's. Mm. And sometimes it's just a matter of placement. So if you take the mic, you've already done it a little bit. If it's right up in front of your mouth, chances are we're gonna get the pops and sort of the, ah. the, the S yes. sound. And I if don't you, think we are now. Yeah, we're not now. So yeah. all you're doing is lowering it. So the air that's coming out of your mouth isn't hitting it ah. yet. Yeah, okay. But your voice, the, the, the sound yeah. waves certainly reach it because they don't always project in a straight yeah, line. It's better, so. it's better that, that, is, that is great. That is great feedback. I it's didn't even know that. I wanted to offer one more area that I think you could pursue. Mm-hmm. And I'm all ear for it. Okay, you're so, you're so good. You're so in control. This is one that I think you're going to find a real challenge, but it'll take you to the next level. And that is facial expression. So your voice is moving, your hands are moving. But as you speak, your eyebrows, these muscles here tend to remain fairly slack. And mm. I think if you could get these muscles to move mm -hmm. with your voice and with your hands, that you'll come across with more engagement. That's a great feedback. Another great feedback. Thank you, Scott. How come no. my wife never told me this? <laughs> wait, wait. You guys definitely adding value to me, uh, both of you, Scott and Jan. You're definitely adding value to me. I'm writing well, down a check for you Dan, guys right Dan, now. you are an exception. And I have to explain this to everyone listening. Dan is one of the most phenomenal lifelong learners. And I'm not just saying this because you are here with us, Dan. You, for years, you have been working on your speaking skills. You are the most dedicated. Thank you. <laughs> professional that I've ever met yeah. to do this. And you want feedback. You ask for feedback, you embrace it, you say thank you. And you're a beautiful example of, yeah. of being open-minded to practice and take feedback in. Yeah. It's really, thank it's you. really refreshing. So Dan, I, I do want to ask, because I would like our, our audience to hear this from you. What made you so determined to be a phenomenal speaker? Like what, what drives you to constantly work on that skill set? I think there's a story behind that, uh, Jen. Uh, I always admire good speaker who can uh, talk very fluently in a trade show, in a conference. When I look at those guys, man, you know, they are like very, very smooth, sales guy talking about their super uh, high quality product and can sell anything to anyone. And I, I want to be like them. And 
there are a lot of role models I used to have, uh, and I feel that I wasn't there. Uh, I felt that I wasn't there when I watched those guys, and I started to think, if they can do it, I can do it. Enhancing these speaking skills, what has that done for you with your career? Wow, that's a long story. It cannot be covered with one. Give me, give me two examples. Give me two highlights. <laughs> I, I think I think that my uh, the, the pivotal moment in my career was that I used to be an individual contrib contributor, so I didn't talk so much. I just head down doing my own assignment and hand in my assignment. But then uh, the my manager came to me and told me that Dan, you can be a good people manager because you are very good with, with people, and. As a people manager, you need to have a team, and you have a team. You basically the team become your audience. Every week, you need to talk to your team and provide your instruction clearly, so they can understand your vision, your goals you set for them, and the plan strategy you want to uh, articulate in front of them, so they understand it, absorb it like a sponge, and be able to take it back and then put them into action. And talking to your a group of people, your team or outside your team, that is a huge, huge uh, driver for me to yeah. uh, become a better speaker. Beautiful so that's thing. what it is. Beautiful. Yeah, what it, what Beautiful. the value I see it as a value of presentation in yeah. any profession. Yes, and it benefits your team as well. Yes. Right. 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 Yeah. Okay, right. Scott, how do you want to wrap this up? Well, I want to thank Dan for giving us his time and sharing his story and expertise. And then I want to tell our Gutsy presenters that next week we go back to our other format where Jen and I are going to have a conversation about physical barriers. Mm -hmm. So things mm, like lecterns, that's the lecterns is the proper word, right? Lector, it's yeah. not a podium. You it's not stand a podium. on it's a, a podium. <laughs> stages, you know, stages create physical barriers in terms of they're limited in space. Yep. How do Having we... notes in hand is a physical barrier. There you go. We're going to mm -hmm. talk about all these physical barriers and sort of the ins and outs of these things when we get back. Dan, thank you. We so appreciate I you. Thank you so much, Jan and Scott. Uh, thank you for your positive feedback. And I learned two things. As Jan said, that I'm a lifetime learner. I learned two things today. So thank you guys very much Wonderful. for that. Thank you for the opportunity for me to uh, share my experience on presentation yes. with you guys. So valuable. Well, and thank you for being gutsy. Now, the rest gutsy, of you folks Dan. out there, be gutsy. Have a good week. We'll see you next week.